Hello, fellow comrades. Welcome to the first episode of Onward Comrades. I'm Comrade Claire. And I'm Comrade Z. So today, for our very first episode, we're going to talk about BL culture, which means boys love culture. Before we dive into the details, we're going to read you an excerpt of a Chinese BL web fiction called Addicted, and it's translated by Rosie Spell. Here's a little background of this story. There's two male characters. One is President Gu, and the other is Major Bai. They've been friends since military school, and in this specific scene, they're in the bathroom together. The bathroom has two shower heads. Each person stood on each side. When Gu Hai removed his clothes, he cannot help but said, When we used to bathe together in the past, I've always thought that your body is very much suited for wearing a uniform. If one day you could wear your uniform and let me fuck you once, that would feel so good. Gu Hai's words were really playing with fire. Bai Loying coldly groaned. When I'm wearing my uniform, the one getting fucked is you. Well, so that was the excerpt. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the stuff we used to read when we were a kid. <laughs> Speak for yourself, I never <laughs> read it when I was a kid. So that was a pretty good example of what many teenage girls who are into BL culture would read. You could probably already tell from the excerpt, BL is basically a pretty cheesy, cliche romance novel, but centered around two male characters. And it could be in the form of web fictions, novels, manga, animation, and a lot of the times people would write BL fan fictions around their favorite characters. Comrade Z, when did you first get in touch with BL culture? I think I saw my first BL manga when I was in 5th or 6th grade. Wow, that was early. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there was a, a girl, she, she brought to school a series of BL manga. And at first I was like, what, what is this? Is it just like romance fiction? She was like, yeah, just, you know, I can lend it to you. I'm like, okay, I'll read it. And then you, you realize, oh, it's, it's about two boys. And then you just kind of keep reading it. I, I kind of agree. I think maybe I encountered it a little bit too early. And it might also just be, you know, my class. <laughs> Everyone was a little bit mature too early, but it was really in middle school that this whole BL culture really gained its momentum and everyone is reading it. Like even the most innocent girl in the class, she would be reading the BL manga. Interesting. Yeah. What about you? I had heard of BL before, but I didn't really understand what it meant until one day I was in extracurricular class. I think it was pretty early on in middle school. We were having a five-minute break, and the girl sitting next to me, she just took out her phone and started reading something. And I got curious, so I asked her, what are you reading? And she said, oh, I'm reading about this BL fiction. And I was like, um, what's BL? And so she just explained everything to me. She was like, oh, it's about boys' love and blah, blah, blah. And she seemed surprised that I had no idea what BL meant. But yeah, that was the first time that I really realized that there's a, this whole genre of BL. Yeah. So Comrade Claire, when you were in middle school, were you into BL at all? No, not at all. Really? <laughs> yeah, I knew of its existence, but I personally wasn't really interested in that kind of story. I see, I see. Do you write any fan fiction? Like not BL at all. Fan fiction? I didn't even read any 
heterosexual fan fictions. Wow. I remember in middle school, I used to write BL fan fiction. Oh, you wrote it? Yeah, I, I wrote like three notebook of fan fictions. Oh my gosh. BL fan fictions. Was it based on some TV show? Yeah, yeah it's based on Spider-Man and his best friend. Of course. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a hardcore fan of BL then? Actually, I wouldn't. I've read a lot of BL manga and fan fiction novel and I've written some. But I think that was only in middle school. Not even like the entire middle school, just the first two years of middle school. And after that, I, I was too caught up in Marvel Universe. <laughs> so I stopped reading any BL thing. But even, even at that time, you know, as a Marvel fan, or any fan, honestly, once you encounter fan fiction, you know BL is going to be in it. But I was, I was just not as interested as I used to before. I guess since none of us were diehard fans of BL culture, we talked to an expert earlier who happened to be an old friend of mine. <laughs> Hello! My name is Shane. I was born in Taiwan and then um, grew up in Shanghai, China. I met Claire, I mean comrade Claire, when I was in middle school, like around 11 or 12-ish. So right now I'm just in the US as a college student in my senior year. Shane got into the BL world through friends in middle school. Then she discovered this community on the internet where there's a lot of BL web novels and fan fictions. And for her, it's really the sex aspect that first drew her into it. I think I was firstly drawing to that, mostly because of a curiosity in the sexual aspect of the other gender that I do not belong to. You tend to be curious and want to know how it's like, and then as you like go in and discover those like stuff it just became interesting yeah i can really relate to what shane just said for me when i was a teenager most of the bl manga or fan fiction they all contain pretty explicit sexual description and even the for the fan fiction i wrote about spider-man and his best friend i think i, I wrote some sex scene in it but did you really understand sex at that time? No, like, who understood sex at that time? For our generation, when we were teenagers, it was around 2010, mm-hmm. right? We didn't have access to internet like kids nowadays do. I think for most of the teenagers, right, you, you want to grab on every little resource you have or every piece of information you have that's about sex. And you just want to know about it, right? Because you know your teacher's not going to tell you about it and your parents is not going to tell you about it. Really, the, the reason why I even got into BL was to learn more about sex. Or not even learn. I think learn is the wrong word. It's just to see more about it. Just a healthy amount of curiosity. I, I don't know if it's healthy or not, but it was a, a huge amount of curiosity for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I remember there were a lot of talks about going and show when I was mm-hmm. in middle school. Yeah. I'm trying to think how we should translate it. It's it's kind of like top and bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going Chinese, it means attack. And show means receive. So I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you guys can understand what these two words mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The idea of going show is kind of a parallel to the power dynamic between men and women in heterosexual romance novels. Mm-hmm, the yeah. the gong being the dominant, the male figure, and the show being the more submissive and quiet, the the female yeah. figure. It's almost like Fifty Shades of Grey. 
you know, one being the the powerful and the protective one. The rich one, too. (laughs) And the other is more like, you know, the quiet, you know, helpless, vulnerable one. But I think one very special thing about BL culture is that although in the beginning it still has this very traditional male-female gongshou power dynamic in it, it really shifted itself from that to a much more equal relationship. And this thing also happened in heterosexual romance novels and fan fictions, but it definitely came up a lot earlier among the BL community. Yeah. And, you know, I think one other reason why teenage girls, not even teenage girls, just women in general, want to read BL, because people who read romance novel, they would project themselves into one of the character, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that certainly happened to me. I don't know about you. Oh, it definitely <laughs> happens to me all the time. Yes, yeah, so like, so it's like if you're reading a story about a relationship, say you're a teenage girl, and the stories between a man and a woman, I think naturally you will project yourself into the woman character, right? And usually web fiction, web novel, female are always the submissive role, right? So for teenage girls, if you're always reading about those type of stories, then later in your life in a real relationship, you might also think of yourself as the submissive role. But say you're reading the BL story, then both of them are men. There's no female role in it. And as a teenage girl, like you can project yourself into the dominant one or you can project yourself into submissive one. I think for like, we both grew up in China, right? And we we both grew up in big cities, (laughs) Beijing and Shanghai, but I think the gender stereotype was still there and is still there even in big cities. So reading BL stories, I think for girls, it, it's a, it's kind of a liberation, you know, it's a, it's a chance for you to think of yourself as the dominant one or, or see yourself in the equal relationship, which is the better option, right? Mm-hmm. Another thing is that growing up being exposed to this kind of content, it really changes how we view the LGBTQ community. You know, I wouldn't use the word change. I think it shaped our worldview. You know, oh, it shaped yeah. how we see LGBTQ. It's not like we used to think, oh, no, like two boys cannot be together. Like we, we didn't know it's a taboo, you know, although it, it probably is for our parents' generation, right? But for mm-hmm. us, we grew up watching all these covers, you know, all these description of how two men have sex and how two men are in a relationship. We just think it is the norm. Although I didn't grow up seeing it happen in real life. But, you know, when you're a kid, whatever you read, you believe is true, right? Where, where you kind of think... That's how the world works. For me, growing up, I never even had the idea that, oh, two men cannot be together or two women cannot be together. I just thought, you know, this it is what it is, right? Two boys being together are, is actually pretty cute, you know? That's true, yeah. We first got in touch with this perfect world where two men can be together and kiss and have sex with each other and not be looked upon in a weird way. Exactly, yeah. That's the kind of perspective that we got first and then we entered into the real world and we realized that oh the reality is not as picture perfect as is described in these fictional romance novels people from the lgbtq community they struggle every day and they face a lot of discrimination from the society but for our generation we we grew up thinking that's how the world should be. You know, two men or two women should be together. <laughs> yeah. BL culture, it 
doesn't just have an impact on the people who read them or, you know, on our generation. Mm -hmm, It also has impact on the people around those BL fans. Like for Shane, she mentioned that she has influenced people both of her age and also those of an older generation. I guess I've been also bringing some of the impact or spreading the impact to people around me, like, I guess, Claire and um, my own family, my parents. Even today, I don't know if my mom knows that I've read boys' love novels or manga, but surely she knows that I am in support of homosexual relationship, at least I am in support of LGBTQ people. And she used to be like homophobia, and right now that's being like improved a lot. Our generation being exposed to BL culture it helped us open this conversation with our parents though, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I feel like, well, I wouldn't say my mom, is, my parents is the biggest supporter of LGBTQ, but after I was being exposed to BL culture so much, I kind of started to have this small conversation with them about they're just regular human being, you know, they, they can be in whatever relationship they want to be. I think it, it helps a little, you know, it helps older generation to know our world, to know what the world is changing into. Mm-hmm, totally. And remember towards the end of our conversation with Shane, we had this moment where we were all like, holy shit, that's true and so true. Yeah, actually, I agree. I think I learned right? about BL before I learned about like how porn. sex, like I, I, sex Yeah, work. I don't think I knew about like pornography before I got exposure to BL. Yes, yeah, I How? Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Wow. That's the moment when we realized a lot of people of our generation, we learn about how two men have sex before we learn about how a man and a woman have sex. Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> I think we, were, we all went quiet a little bit after that. Yeah, honestly, I still don't know how to respond to that. Like, I, I don't know how to feel, honestly. Yeah, because on one hand, it definitely made us a lot more open-minded about people's sexuality and their personal identity because that was the first kind of sexual activity we have ever got in touch with. Yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, it just shows we really lack a good sex education or system. any sex education, honestly. Not, not just a good, we lack a sex education. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and also I think in middle school, I think that's when girls should start exploring their own body. sexuality. Yeah, and their body, right? And how female can gain pleasure during sex. But no, at that time, we, we weren't reading BL, right? We were learning how two men have sex, which is good, you know, and we approve it, you know, and we think it's the norm. But I think at the same time, we, at least at, for girls, we lost a chance to really explore our own body. And to learn how to protect ourselves properly. Exactly, yeah. Well, I guess this is a good point to end today's podcast and just leave our fellow comrades with something to think about. Share your thoughts with us, comment on our Instagram at onwardcomrades.podcast. I'm Comrade Claire. And I'm Comrade Z. Special thanks to Shane for sharing her stories with us. See See you you next time. time.